Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Chicago <laughs> Coffee Club. And today we're going to talk about size doesn't matter. And oh, it does. We'll not about <laughs> by the way. I know y'all want to talk about those. Maybe we will. I don't know. But uh, basically, <laughs> we're going to be talking about how the size of what you're trying to manifest doesn't fucking matter. Hello. So I see this a lot in a lot of the Facebook groups and a lot of uh, just questions that come to me, come to us. All of these things is, can I have that? And most of the time, the underlying thing is that thing is bigger than me. Can I actually have it? And so your perception of the thing that you want or the relationship that you want or person <laughs> that you want, you feel is bigger than you. And that's where your hangup is. So take it away, ladies. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the thing that's right. And I think it's to do with a lot of things that we feel are bigger than we are, because we're not paying attention to the first principle um, that we are God. So when we understand that and work from that, you're, you're going to know that you're bigger than anything. And, and people often say, you know, I'm bigger than the situation. Or I'm big, but I don't know if they truly understand what that means. You actually have to not just try to convince yourself. You have to really be in the state where, feel you, get, where you feel it. It's feeling yeah. it and knowing it and feeling that connection. But, and then the other thing is, that people always think in terms when they think of the big things, the first things they want to make are always the biggest thing, you know, the best relationship, all the money, you know, of course, health, but it's, it's neglecting the fact that everything you're manifesting all the time. And so the little things, those yummy little things are at least as important as the big things. And to, to your divine when you're as god all those things are basically the same mm -hmm. they're really not they're really not different then there's really no different to, to if you want to say the universe but really that's you to manifesting a million dollars or manifesting a great cup of coffee they're really pretty much the same thing what do yeah. you think michelle where are we coming from here um Size matters in other things, but they don't matter when we are talking about our imaginal acts. <laughs> um, but it also does. Um, I've got a quote, actually, that kind of sums things up. It's from um, the Neville Goddard Infinite Potential book. God, I love this book. Um, and when... Um, I think it's all about what we, before I read the quote, what we've got to remember really is that the power, it, as Neville said, God is our imagination, the power's within us. And so um, when you desperately want something, um, I've, I'm such, I've, I do this, I do this a lot. When you desperately want something so much, 
you believe that it you it's outside of you you it's out of your reach you can't get it and um like i've wanted a house for so long i know my end however i keep because it's not shown up yet i return to the feeling of i've not done it right or um when is this ever going to happen and and when you keep feeling that feeling of desperation because it hasn't happened yet you're therefore giving it the power and you're making it bigger than yourself but it's not it, it's it's if it's already within you it, creation's already ended it's already happened um and when um i was having a little look earlier what was it he said um it was i, I after going into um i desperately want it when am i going to have it have i done my sessions right because people everybody questions themselves when they're practicing when they're still doing this when they're they're feeling their way if you like into the worlds of neville and manifestation it kind of um comes back to how people really need to learn to live in the end and um this and it's how will you then know that it's done how do you know that it's done so that you're the you are the one that's empowered and you haven't given your power to that if you like you haven't lost it and so neville actually of course we're talking about size doesn't matter and um so this is my kind of funny humor it says um where is it uh, I've totally lost it now. I've totally, ah, oh, here we are. Okay, so um, somebody asks, how often should I perform the imaginal act until I know that it is done? And Neville says, when the feeling of reality is yours, for the moment at least, you are mentally impotent. The desire to repeat the act of prayer is lost, having been replaced by the feeling of accomplishment. So when we're talking about size and size doesn't matter, we're now, Neville is now actually saying that satisfaction relates to sex. Okay, so um, you're, when you finished the act of, say, sex, then you are satisfied and impotence then follows because if imp impotence you can't have impotence during because it wouldn't happen <laughs> it just wouldn't happen it'd be impossible um so size doesn't matter however the feeling of satisfaction after the act has been fulfilled does and so when we're saying size doesn't matter it absolutely does not it's the feeling that comes afterwards yep so satisfaction guaranteed if you're doing it right yes <laughs> we have gail watching hello gail hey gail i i left my uh i'll be right back but go ahead say hey gail. you know and something that i like to do um is i think and it's a preference for me just because of the way I am. Uh, 
and, and this is, this is where it ties back to, you've been doing this your whole life, guys, you've been doing it your whole life. There's, there's nothing new here other than you now consciously choosing things. Right. So the way I realized I operated in the past manifesting things that I assumed to be bigger than me, um, was I brought logic into it. Like it needs to make logical sense to me or it's on the woo-woo train. And I already know I don't (laughs) jump on the woo-woo train very well. So I looked at it as like, for instance, when I was buying my house at the time when I decided to buy a house, that seemed so much bigger than me. I had never bought a house before. I was 30 years old. Uh, You know, I knew nothing about this because it was not a territory that I had ever walked into for myself. Mm. So it felt ginormous to me. But when I thought of it logically, like logically, I was pregnant with my third at the time. Logically, I needed to move. I needed to go get out of the house I was in and move into a bigger house. I had to, to make room. So that was logical to me. The next logical thing was I needed to work on my credit score to make sure I get the best rates and I get the best mortgage and all of that, right? That was logical to me. And the great thing is you can call it woo-woo, but literally because I looked at it logically and set started walking down that path, the bridge of incidents, things happen so quick that were miraculous where I'm like, I couldn't have done this, you know, you know what I'm saying? But it took me Mm. looking at it logically first. So if you're looking at something bigger than you start looking at the tiny little logical things right before you, and it will start not seeming out of your league. Like it won't be bigger than you. Yeah. And fast forward all the way, I found the biggest one of the biggest houses square footage wise in this neighborhood. I have the largest yard in the neighborhood. So I literally got the big thing, right? Way bigger than me, but I didn't feel like it was bigger than me by the time I made an offer on the house. Mm. And it was because I had to do it my way, the way I normally do things. But the other thing is it was natural. This is another, right. this is very important in manifesting is exactly. that feeling of being natural. So when you got to that point, it was like, hey, so, so which is, which is why when people want to manifest the big things, I mean, even though, you know, we do congratulatory conversations so that people feel like something, there's a big celebration around it. But at the same time, the feeling inside of you is more like, yeah you know, of course, it's, it's, it's really like, it's not that, oh, I won the lottery. It's although you can feel really fantastic, Mm -hmm. but it's also that feeling of, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Um, I had a coffee with my friend Anka, who you guys know from the Neville community. And, um, she was talking about, um, when she had done some imaginal acts, um, she, maybe imagined the feeling of excitement now when her 
when it actually came into fruition, she said that she didn't actually feel excited at all. It was just a case of, ah, oh, it's happened because it was the natural way of it happening. Right. And she she remembers querying this, thinking, well, why? I, I imagine feeling excited. And it's because you have this anticipation and because you feel it's bigger than you, there's this whole anticlimax of how you believe you should feel. And what you've got to realize is it's not about the falsehood of it because it's only false false if because you don't think it's within your reach how could I ever have that I want this whatever it is um and she said it was only until she you don't have to believe that that it has to happen a certain way and that you have to feel a certain way it's about knowing it's done not the falsehood of, oh, I must be excited because I've got it. It's got to happen naturally. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has to happen. It has to happen naturally. And you know, and, oh, I was going to no. say, I've mentioned a couple times me manifesting a US, uh, USB, an SUV. And there for a while, I kind of dropped the thought of it because I was like, this is not the time clearly. And I was not putting in the, the time to manifest it. Right. So just a couple days ago, I'm like, okay, it's SUV time. Like I need to get back on focusing on having that in my driveway. Mm. And as soon as I decided that all of a sudden things started unfolding where now I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sell my car go ahead and sell my car. Then I don't have my car payment. Then I can take that money, put a down payment on an SUV, drop my insurance down to liability. I work at home. Where am I going? So it's not like I need my car right now. <laughs> you know, we have two other vehicles. I'm okay without my car. <clears throat> and so before <clears throat> I would have been very resistant to that. Like, no, I'm not letting go of my car because my SUV is just supposed to come to me. But logically, it would make sense. I need to get rid of this car first before I have my SUV. Why the hell would I have two cars? We'd have four cars. That's ridiculous. So I'm like, duh, the logical thing was to sell my car from the get-go. And I had so much resistance to it. And the SUV seemed so out of my reach in that sense. Now I'm like, aha, it's coming to me. I see now. Okay. Well, I'll have it, you know, any day now because I put logic there and because I decided. And part of that is deciding that it's not bigger than you, that it is. Yes. you. Yes. Well, we yeah. Have, has anybody been watching the thread? We have Neha here and she wants to know how this can relate because she's um, she she's looking at a career. Hi, Neha. Thank you for joining us. Um, it, it's with regards to her career. Um, let me scroll down. Somebody said, oh, this will be good. Hey, love your accent. <laughs> it's because I'm British. Here I'm very common. Believe me, it's a common accent. <laughs> <laughs> um i've lost the thread now neha what was it that you wanted to know it was with regards to your career 
Uh, we have Alessandra's joined us as well. Really? Neha wants a different career, Gail said. So how can she imagine and live in the end of a different career? So wouldn't it be more about if it's a different industry or a different type of job in the same uh, in the same industry, but in but really it's not those specifics. It's really it's really about feeling that you have a great job. I don't think it's got to do so much with that it's a specific job, but if you can imagine that it's a better job. So, or a different type of job in the same, in the same type of industry, um, feeling that you already have a fantastic job and people have congratulated you for it, that you already have that salary increase, that you already have um, all the perks or all the things that the better job can buy you. Maybe it's like new outfits to wear to work. You know, you might open your closet and you're imagining that you see a closet full of fantastic work work outfits um or it might be something else to do with your you know or the great vacation um, that you took. so she said i'm manifesting multiplying my income but i'm not sure if it's the same industries mm. i love this the content the book that i'm writing but i don't know the specifics how would you feel drinking a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine at the end of the day satisfied with your day you don't then have to put the specifics in. What you do need to do is feel the satisfaction of your day, knowing that it's gone your way. So where you want to multiply your income, um, would you be buying a more expensive bottle of wine? Would you um, have crystal glasses? Would you just would you if, if you're looking at writing, it doesn't have to be specific. Would you? Um, turn the light off at your, of your office and look at your office and switch the light off, satisfied that you've had a good day writing. Whatever it is, you don't need to find the specific in it. You just need to know that it's a natural part of your day so that then you're not making it bigger than you. Yeah, that would be, that would be the perfect way to do it. You know, it's a natural part of your day. I mean, it might be um, you know, what do you do at night? Do you take a walk? Do you relax? Do you, are you with a certain person in your life? Um, uh, you know, are you drinking a glass of wine? So it can be that little ritual that you have at the end of the day and that wonderful feeling you have that everything's gone your way. So that's basically how all, you know, the 2020 and Anya, our man, Anya MK, the manifesting, manifesting queen, I'm not saying her name right, probably, but um, they always, we all, you know, when you're focusing that way, and I'm really getting into the role of that. When I say role, I don't just mean the R-O-L-E, but I mean the R-O-L-L, the rolling with that at night when you go to bed, that you wake up and you know, that it's going to you've or your day ahead is already full of these winds of all mm. kinds and that when you wake up you you know you're rolling with that you've been through the day but it's what's coming up is more winds 20 always says you know in the morning he's nailed you know a bunch i mean it sounds like an awful lot 9 10 
12 wins that he's going to have throughout the day, but he doesn't necessarily think of them all as these monster things. Yeah. He thinks about, you know, doing a rocking podcast, as he says, you know, we think about doing our show and it's going to be fantastic and, and having great, um, a, you know, great number of views and having like we're getting and having great comments and great feedback. Like and, we're having. And like we're yeah. having. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really coming from starting to feel that that's already yours. You've already manifested that. And that's, that begins to feel like something you just keep, you just keep rolling with that feeling. So mm. something I have not mentioned, uh, <laughs> but this is great because we're on the top of, of careers. So I obviously, so for everybody who doesn't know, I'm an epidemiologist and what that is, is <laughs> we investigate disease in a population. Well, COVID happens to be the latest and greatest disease that I've been spread very thin on the last year and a half. I'm fucking over it. So I decided, okay, when I go maternity <laughs> leave, I'm, I don't want to do I, I don't, you know what she said? Pay attention to this. She said, I don't want to go back after maternity leave. Fuck it. I don't want to. So then I'm just going in my mind like, oh God, what am I going to do? Well, oh, ah, all the fear and all that shit. And then I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to watch my thoughts and just let them fucking fade away. And I would try things and I'm like, nope, that's not it. I've tried things. That's not it. And so it's getting closer and closer to maternity leave. And I'm like, well, I still don't have a plan. And so I'm like, <laughs> but I know that I'm fucking over it. So go figure at the same time at work, my, my same work center, they're like, hey, we got all this COVID funding. We're opening 30 new positions within the building. One of them is a promotion from where I'm currently at, it would be a promotion and it's only dealing with the data and statistics of disease. I don't have to deal with people and their bullshit. It would be leveling up financially and I'd be doing statistics instead of dabbling in everybody's crap, like I just said. So I thought about it at first. I'm like, that sounds very interesting a good job for me. But then I'm like, no, I said, I want out. Eh. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait a second. I fucking brought this opportunity to myself because it would <laughs> literally mean I'm working somewhere different after maternity leave. And it's a promotion and I wouldn't have to deal with COVID in the capacity. <laughs> that I it's literally what I asked for or what I decided. It just didn't look like me just quitting my job and running away <clears throat> you see what I'm saying it opened another door another possibility into maintain ha not only keeping my job but now I'm going to be promoted and I'll be working in a whole different section still as an epidemiologist but doing something different which is what I was wanting. I wanted something different. I wanted to get away from that crap. And so it fell on my plate. So once you decide this, this bullshit career I'm in right now, I'm done with it. I'm not doing it no more. The opportunities will fall in your lap, literally. And be on the lookout for that because it may not look like what you want. 
or it may not look like what you thought it would be. Like I thought it would be me quitting my job and not having a job, right? But it actually opened up something even better for me that I go, oh, this is even cooler. Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so unfortunately, speaking of work, I have a meeting in two minutes. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to get off of here. But um, I hope that that helped kind of bring awareness to that situation in particular. And I would love to do a part two on size doesn't matter because I think I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so, um, if anybody wants to um, get on how you actually live in the Eneha, this might be really good for you. You can go to the nevillegoddardsummit.com forward slash store because we um, have for sale all three of our books um in there mine dare to imagine Lene's anxious no more and Val banish your money anxieties but we also have the transcripts of living in the end and they will be really good for you to live in the end of whatever it is that you want especially career-wise so go take a look it's called living in the end the transcripts and if you're after a better income there's no better book than Valerie's and if you're anxious about it, get Lene's. And if you just want the foundations of manifesting, go to get mine, dare to imagine. All right. That's ladies. all we have time for, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Short one today. But yep. we'll be back next week. We'll pick up either on, on this or in the, in the near future. Do send us your questions and comments. Yes, you can message our page directly or you can email us at twocommacoffeeclub.com. We are open to suggestions um, on topics. And if you have any questions you'd like answered on any of the shows, please message us with them. Thank you, Gail. Thanks, Neha. Thanks, Alessandra. Thank you all for commenting and watching today. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.